Home. Across our university city and South Cambridgeshire. Breaking news this hour. President Vladimir Putin has announced Russia is conducting a military operation in eastern Ukraine. I'm a Ukrainian living abroad. Everyone is asking how I feel. Let me sum it up for you. Imagine waking up and checking your news every morning. Not because you're interested, but because you're scared that bomb hit your parents' house. One of my students had to cancel her class because she was on her way to hide in a shelter. She is now in Dnipro, which is central Ukraine. We had two spare bedrooms, so we just wanted to do what we, well, what we could. Luda and her two children, Natalia and Mark, arrived in April. The children are incredibly happy and they are doing so well at school. And it's lovely to see that, to contrast that with the situation that they could have been in. I would never have imagined how enjoyable an experience it has been. The reason um, that, that we need to relocate uh, the plant and, and create a new facility for Cambridge is to allow that major, it's the last major brownfield location in, in and around Cambridge that could uh, provide around 8,000 uh, new for homes and 20,000 jobs over the next um, t- 10 years. It's very positive. It's something that this area has needed for a long time. It will provide a great deal of jobs for our youngsters that are coming on. The health option of it for all the facilities that will be available is going to be brilliant. So we've only been given very rough outline of where it might be, um, you, you know, nothing concrete at all. Compulsory purchase is an option to us, but it's very much we consider that to be a last resort and we'd rather work uh, with landowners through this process. The appearance of how the solar panels will be has been misrepresented. We are told you won't be able to see them effectively. You will be able to see them. They will be a hideous blight on the landscape, ruining heritage assets that have been admired for hundreds of years. We've got a huge problem to get, as a planet, To get to net zero, we have to change the way that we do things. And we don't have to make small changes. We need to make big changes. And that's what this scheme is about. The Lib Dems cemented their position on South Cam's district council and Labour maintained their place in the city under new leader Anna Smith. There were only two independents and two Labour councillors before the elections and uh, the very long-serving leader of the Labour group was, was standing down, which clearly didn't help them in that particular uh, in that particular fight. I think... People just saw it as a, as a battle between the Conservatives as the party of national government and the Lib Dems as the party of local government. Thank you so much to the people of Cambridge who have put their trust in us to carry on running the city. Um, I feel it's a, it's a huge endorsement of our fantastic candidates and of the vision that we have for Cambridge for pursuing both social and environmental justice. Councillor Smith would also take over from Dr Nick Johnson as Mayor of Cambridgeshire and Peterborough after he took a leave of absence to recover from a medical issue. This is a special news bulletin. Buckingham Palace has announced that Her Majesty the Queen has died. She was 96 years old. We wanted to make sure that not only could people come with a friend, even if it's a bear, but also to recognise that role that the, that the Queen had of, um, of the matriarch of the whole British family in some way, and to make sure that people coming into the church, into this solemn service, knew that um, 
the only thing that was going to be stuffy, if you will, is that the bears are stuffed. There's been a representative obviously asked of all the different police forces across the UK uh, and Northern Ireland, obviously. Um, and we've been told we're not obviously part of the policing operation itself. We need to be in tunics uh, with our medals, etc. And no, Bob, just obviously incredibly proud and honoured to have been asked and, and looking forward to it. And I, and I met somebody who had uh, been involved in fundraising for um, Marine Coast Guard and such like, and, and he was there, and somebody else who had, was doing things with wildlife. And so there was a whole range of people who were representing um, patronages and, and, and causes close to Her Majesty. Fun was back in Triplo, Northstow and on Parker's Peace. Triplo is a beautiful South Cambridgeshire village and it is daffodil crazy here. Eco arts are happening up by the secondary school at the pavilions. We've got a storyteller, we've got dance shows and then there's rounders and it's all finishing up with a fun run for all the family from the North Stowe Secondary Field. It's just going to be such a great day. It's, it's not an eyesore and it only takes up 40 foot by 70 foot diameter or 80 foot diameter which is a very small footprint it was very very popular last year we, we set a figure what we thought with amount of people who was going to arrive and we didn't expect many because there was no tourists in the in the town but we exceeded that over and over it's always been an event that's um, attracted some fairly big names this year's no exception we've got heather small playing on friday the hoosiers on saturday but i think what's really exciting is that we've got lots of sort of community groups involved as well but there are now questions on whether the city can still afford the big weekend. The Folk Festival made a welcome return, as did Mill Road Winter Fair, which paid tribute to one of its own. A lot of the long-term Folk Festival kind of audience goers who live in the city come here for a bit of an escape. And I think with everything that's happening in, in the world and everything, it's, it's, it's lovely to have something like the Cambridge Folk Festival where you can just switch off and lose yourself in, in the music and the experience. Alan Brigham, 1951 to 2020. He loved Mill Road, and Mill Road loved him. Residents of Flats at Clay Farm Centre in South Cambridge say a broken boiler has caused months of problems with heating and hot water. It has been a litany of problems since it was built four years ago. There's been water leaking into the medical centre, all sorts of plumbing issues. The medical centre are finding water on the floor when they come in in the mornings, so they're having to mop up the water before the patients arrive. And a Cambridge bridge will today be dedicated in honour of the African writer and abolitionist Olauda Equiano. The Riverside Bridge, which connects the Museum of Technology to Chesterton, will be renamed in honour of Equiano following a campaign by the Cambridge African Network and Circles of Change. They're small little white robots that go around autonomously and deliver people shopping. They're about the average width of a normal shoulder width apart, um, and they come up to about knee height. It has no dedicated community centre, no permanent cafe, no pub, no shop. There's thousands of frustrated residents without anywhere to go for a pint of milk or a pint of beer. This new town's also causing environmental problems. There's flooding in the neighbouring village of Swavesey. The neighbouring village of Longstow is running short of water. The e-scooter trial was extended, and there were new places to ride our bikes. I think it takes a little bit of getting used to, but if you follow the road rules and, you know, you stick to everything you learned when you were getting your driving licence, I think you'll be OK. You need to keep your space, obviously. But yeah, be wary of others whilst you're using them and just don't be ridiculous whilst you're using them.
We shall celebrate by using the trail, and that means cycling, walking, wheeling, scooting, dancing, however people want to travel along the trail, we're inviting them to do so. And we're celebrating that the trail is connecting all these wonderful places in Cambridge. But there doesn't seem to be room for everyone on the roads. At the moment, it's a free-for-all, isn't it? Car is king, there are very high road speeds. This is the UK's premier cycle city, we're told. There's no cycling provision whatsoever on Mill Road. So I I would like to see the power balance shifted that encourages people to walk and cycle, to use their high street. I'm pleased that we are going to get exemptions. So, of course, buses will be able to go through, as well as blue badge holders, which was what I really wanted as well, and taxis and emergency services. Whippet buses say they are looking at whether they can take on the 18 bus routes in Huntingdonshire and South Cambridgeshire, which are being axed by Stagecoach at the end of October. The congestion charge isn't the end. The end is the bus service and the congestion charge is the means by which we pay for it. People would be asked to pay a fixed daily charge to drive within the zone and this would secure us the sustainable income to run the buses in perpetuity. They've been introducing everything by stealth. The closure of Mill Road, the increase in uh, parking charges, the uh, reduction in on-street parking, all sorts of things which are designed to make um, increase the amount of congestion. In terms of discounts and exemptions, we put out a whole package of exemptions, as you would expect, building on other schemes in in the UK, so blue badge holders, people on low incomes, charities... uh, If this idea was taken forward, uh, Julian, it's very likely we'd be doing it on an account-type basis, which means that, you know, automatic transactions, so it minimises the the, the fuss for for people. And I think if we went down that line, it's it's quite likely the politicians would want to consider free travel days and and the like, but that's not part of the, the current proposals. Without doing all the improvements, it's going to be incredibly difficult for people to have the choice to get out of their cars. At the moment, it's entirely understandable that people are taking a lot of journeys across town in a car uh, because often they're feeling they're not served by any other options. That's that's the material problem. Um, it's very, very understandable that someone would jump in a car when there isn't a bus or they feel they can't rely on the bus. Cambridge 105 Radio.